This is Plant-Based Briefing. We won the Oxford Union Debate, Part 1, by Dr. Silesh Rao at climatehealers.org. I'm your host, Marian Erickson. This is the Plant-Based Podcast, where I curate, get permission, and narrate a variety of articles related to healthy, compassionate, and sustainable living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article is a bit longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I'm reading Part 1 today, and then tune in tomorrow for Part 2. If you listened to episode 678 on November 29th, there was some information in there about November 30th being the Oxford Union debate about veganism. The Oxford Union is the longest running debating society in the world. They were founded with the intention of providing a space for free expression. In 1823, in the face of restrictive policies regarding religion and politics at the university, a group of students defied the university to establish this debating society as a forum where important issues could be discussed freely. And 2023 marks the 200th anniversary of the union, and this November 30th debate was the last one of the 200th year. And today we're going to hear about that. So now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. We won the Oxford Union Debate, Part 1, by Dr. Silesh Rao at climatehealers.org. We won the Oxford Union debate on the proposition this house would go vegan by a margin of 112 to 84. At a venue where reason generally prevails, our factual case for the proposition on environmental health and ethical grounds won over the emotional case made for the opposition on traditional and cultural grounds. This is a critical step in making progress on the grassroots front towards a thriving future. We intend to leverage this win and do the rounds of universities and institutions around the world to overcome the systemic obstacles found at the UN and other mainstream institutions. As COP28 in Dubai illustrates, with the meat and dairy industry in full force promoting their unsustainable products as sustainable nutrition, while the organizers make backroom fossil fuel deals while touting projected progress on future emissions— We must lead, not follow, the political class to solve our global ecological crisis. The Oxford Union event began with a guided tour of the historic buildings in Fruin Court. We posed for group photos with the members of the Oxford Union, similar to the group photos with Mother Teresa and Albert Einstein hanging in the gallery. The dinner that followed was 100% vegan, and even those speaking for the opposition were served the same vegan dishes. The rationale was that the vegans were in an overwhelming majority at the dinner table. For once, the shoe was on the other foot, when normally the vegans make do with salad and boiled vegetables, while the majority feasts on animal foods. The debate began with the president of the Oxford Union, Disha Hegde, making the case for the proposition and introducing the speakers for the opposition. Then the president-elect of the Oxford Union, Hannah Edwards, spoke first for the opposition and introduced the speakers for the proposition. Then each of us spoke, alternating between the proposition and the opposition, making the environmental, health, and ethical case for going vegan or not in that order. News articles on the debate with more details can be found linked here. The videos of the debate are expected to be uploaded on the Oxford Union YouTube channel by the end of the month. Meanwhile, here's the complete text of the debate speech I made on the environmental case for the House to go vegan, with references for all the facts used in the speech. I'm especially indebted to Glenn Mercer, Carl LeBlond, Ken and Allison Hamji, Paul Papin, and Mithili Rao for all the help in writing this speech. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my privilege to speak at a venue where 200 years ago you began rebelling against false orthodoxy. Today I want to rebel with you against false orthodoxy by speaking on bovine matters. I mean, of course, cows. 
Yes, there is a cow in the room and not everyone can see it. I hope that by the end of the debate, eyes will be opened. The orthodoxy, the herd opinion if you like, is that animal agriculture has little to do with climate change. I believe that is very wrong. I believe that based on data. I'm an environmentalist by occupation, but a systems engineer by profession. Systems is what I do. I invented the protocol for transforming early analog internet connections to more robust digital connections while accelerating their speed tenfold. Still today, any data accessed on the internet likely passed through a device implementing this protocol. I plead that this house rebel once again by voting for the proposition, this house would go vegan. Veganism is defined as a philosophy and way of living that seeks to exclude, as far as is possible and practical, all forms of exploitation of animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. The proposition asks that this house go vegan, not be vegan, implying that this is a journey, not a destination. I highly recommend this journey on ethical, health, and environmental grounds. I will now focus on the environmental reasons to go vegan. It is undeniable that human civilization has adversely impacted life support systems on the planet. Scientists have identified nine planetary boundaries that we must stay within for the sustainability of life on Earth. At the moment, we have transgressed six of them, and any one of these transgressions could end life as we know it. The good news is that when we go vegan, we help resolve all six of them. That's the power we have as individuals to reverse our existential crisis. Animal agriculture is the leading cause of ecological destruction because it uses 37% of the ice-free land area of the planet just to graze animals while bottom-trawling an area of the ocean floor the size of South America every year for industrial fishing. Animal agriculture is the only major activity in which we destroy forests and replace them not with other trees for timber or paper, but with grass, which drastically reduces the diversity of life that the land can support. Animal agriculture is the primary reason why humans have reduced the number of trees on the planet by half, from 6 trillion to 3 trillion over the past 10,000 years. Restoring those 3 trillion trees can draw down enough carbon to completely reverse climate change. Animal agriculture is grossly inefficient because animals must eat 39 pounds of plants to produce one pound of human food on average, a burden which the world can no longer afford. By going vegan, we can give nearly 40% of the ice-free land area of the planet, as well as the entire ocean, back to nature. When we restore the native ecosystems on that land, we can grow most of the 3 trillion trees that we cut down over the past 10,000 years. This helps resolve all six planetary boundary transgressions. The least violated transgression is freshwater change, Rewilding the land that is currently used for grazing animals will restore the freshwater cycles of the planet. The next is land system change. Going vegan will allow us to return nearly 40% of the land area of the planet back to nature, resolving this planetary boundary transgression. The next worst transgression is climate change, which can be resolved when the excess carbon in the atmosphere is absorbed in the trees and soil that we can restore to the ecosystems of the planet. The next is chemical pollution, which would be safely stored away in regenerating forests when we go vegan. Eating animal foods currently delivers concentrated doses of this chemical pollution into our bodies through bioaccumulation. Therefore, going vegan addresses chemical pollution for both the Earth and ourselves. 
The next worst transgression is nitrogen and phosphorus loading, mainly through our overuse of synthetic fertilizers for crops. Since over half the crop outputs are fed to farmed animals, going vegan will resolve this transgression as well. All of these transgressions impact wildlife, and biodiversity loss is the worst of the six planetary boundary transgressions. By restoring habitats for wild animals and allowing them to live freely in the ocean, we will resolve this transgression as well. If instead we let wild animals die, we die. It is that serious. You just listened to We Won the Oxford Union Debate, Part 1 by Dr. Silas Rao at climatehealers.org. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. Tune in tomorrow for the second half of this episode, where you'll hear how the two main sources of greenhouse gases compare fossil fuel burning and animal agriculture. So tune in tomorrow for that. And please share this episode with anyone who might benefit. And thanks for listening.